A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Hey. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411 all about Drew Kane. Like we talked about on Monday, there was quite a lot of information. There was like 30 pages? Too much. Way too much. They got into like some nitty gritty detail here. They did. And it was great. So we used General Hospital Wiki at generalhospitalfandom.com. We kind of just separated it. So (laughs) I took the first 20 pages, no, 12 pages, not 20. And I condensed it down into two. Woo! Yay, because that's a lot. Yes. So I'm going to get started on... So we said that we're sticking to just... Drew, but it, you have to tell the story of how he became Drew, exactly. but I'm not getting into too much of the side story, but you'll hear. <laughs> so Drew just left the show after five years and 10 days. Wow. It didn't feel like five years. No. And it was played by actor Billy Miller. And we don't have to talk about it right now, but you might not even realize that that was Drew's last day, August 21st. Yeah. Because what was that? It was so uneventful. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about it in the weekly Briefly. recap, just the fact that he didn't say goodbye to half the people he should have. Nope. And and maybe that means he'll be back, I hope. I th- I mean, I it's want... definitely been left open for... We'll talk about I... it more when we get into 2019. Okay. Go ahead. We're going to get into all the twists and turns, which can really get crazy with all the different name changes and everything like that. He was born Andrew Moore, but then was adopted and became Andrew Frank. Mm-hmm. But when we met him in 2014, he was known as Patient 5 until... I'll talk about it later. So in February 2014, Victor Cassadine made Robin bring Helena and Stavros back to life because they weren't totally dead. They were just in a cryogenic lab. (laughs) He then tells her that this would not only be helping them because she wants to help Helena and Stavros. Right. But it would be helping Jason as well because Faison didn't really kill Jason 
and he's also been cryogenically frozen. Robin is torn about helping, but when she sees Danny, she decides to help because she's like, wow, I can give you back your dad. Okay. In August 2014, Victor gives, quote, Jason, the new medicine Robin invented. And I had a side thought about this. I'm really thankful that they never had her working on her own HIV. Mm -hmm. Because for as unrealistic as we get in this world, for them to even pretend that she has cured or anything. No. No. That's just, thank you for at least staying realistic on some aspects while we're talking about cryogenically frozen people coming back to life. He seemed to be doing well, Jason. Seemed to be doing well, but then his vitals dropped. And long story short, Jason winds up breaking out of the clinic. He tries to go to Sonny's, but Helena's men capture him and throw him in the car. And he's able to jump out of the car, but he's run over by Ava Jerome. And this is when he is taken to the hospital, has surgery. It's all touch and go. Like, what's going to happen to this man? We don't know who he is. And at this time, he's only known as John Doe. Sam and Dandy... Danny, Sam and Danny wind up in the hospital. They actually see him. I remember Danny went over and like held his hand. Yes. And Sam couldn't get him away. Mm -hmm. That was a good scene. That was a really good scene. He's all in bandages. So like no one sees his face or anything. And so you're like, why is Danny attracted to this guy in bandages? Eventually in the fall. So that was in August. So like later on in the fall, he wakes up and has memory flashbacks of his son with Elizabeth. Because when she was in the room. Mm. talking to him and everything jake so therefore he thinks that his name is jake he and elizabeth bond and when he has to leave the hospital he actually moves in with elizabeth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like there should be a hippo law against that or something. but he winds up spending thanksgiving with sam and danny in december helena is back and tells jake that she is his boss and here's the thing so when i'm reading all of this in 2014 they kept calling him quote jason yes until almost towards the end where they finally said Jake. And I'm like, he's been Jake for a year and a half. Yep. He's Quick. still quote Jason in all of my papers. Also, they don't change it, change to, it to what we know that he was being called at that right. time. Well, at your time he was being called Jason though. Mm-hmm. In December, Helena is back and tells Jake that she's his boss, orders him to kidnap Sam and help phase on escape. He kidnaps Sam, but the police stop him and she's set free. And this is when he, remember he broke into the police station and he like shot Nathan? Yeah. And they gave him the keys and so that he, they let Sam go. Weeks later, she suspected that it was Jake, but he actually forgot what he did because he didn't know that he did it. On Christmas Eve, he and Liz almost kiss, but Rick interrupts. Oh. Mm-hmm. Jake decides to move out so that he can find out who he is and get a job. He goes to the Metro court and asks Carly for a job and he becomes a bartender. And by the way, do they ever have the same bartender? No, no. It's always a different bartender. Mm -hmm. Okay. In January, it is when he and Carly start to get their bond. Okay. You know, when she starts to just be really not overly friendly, but you know, she can Jason with him. Yeah. But she doesn't act like she thinks he's Jason. She gets him to talk to Kevin, but it's actually Helena that's in Kevin's office. Mm -hmm. And Helena orders him again to kill Sam. Oh, no, sorry. Before it was just kidnapped. Now we're killing her. Jake later winds up at the pier thinking about things and having flashbacks when Elizabeth comes and invites him to dinner. And he declines because he's afraid that he would want more 
A few days later, he breaks into Sam's penthouse while she and Patrick were upstairs. Mm. And he sees the picture of his old face with Sam and starts hearing her voice in his head. And then Robin comes to him like in a, an illusion in his yes. head and everything, kind of like his little Jiminy Cricket, and talks him out of killing Sam. But then Helena calls and tells him to kill both Sam and Patrick. He goes to do it, but then he gets flashbacks of his time with Sam in the bedroom and leaves. So then he winds up passing out at the docks. He goes to the hospital. Carly goes through his bag and sees the gun, ski mask, and all that stuff. And she starts to put two and two together, thinks that he might have been the one who tried to abduct Sam to let Faison go free. And Kevin tells Carly that he actually never met with Jake. Mm, dun, mm-hmm. dun, dun. So she's like, well, then who the heck did he meet with? So then Helena tells Jake to bomb the haunted star, and he winds up being arrested. Sam talks to him and asks why he's doing all of these things, and he tells her that Helena is making him. Elizabeth goes to see him in jail, and he apologizes, saying that he doesn't remember doing these things. And Liz believes him because Helena did that to Lucky. Mm-hmm. Then Patrick winds up finding a chip in his brain and says that he can't do surgery to remove it, but Liz convinces him to. And when he wakes up, he finds out that all the charges have been dropped, but he has to go undercover to help take down the Jerome organization. That's kind of not fair. Mm-mm. But he asks Sam to help him connect with Julian for a legit job. Isn't this when he started working at the motorcycle place or something like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. He stays with Carly after leaving the hospital. Rick and Liz broke up, so Jake went to tell her how he felt, and they kissed. And just as the doorbell rang, it was Hayden showing up to say that she is Jake's wife. That was good. That was good. That does not feel like that was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Hayden tells him that he's really Jacob Barnes and Hayden has all that proof that they're married mm-hmm. and they had, she tells him that they had a fight while they were camping and he left and never came back and he decides not to pursue things with Liz. It is soon revealed that Nicholas knows Jake as Jason and I did not get into everything that no. surrounded that, but let's just say Nicholas knew that Jake was Jason. So then at the nurse's ball, Liz finds out that Jake is Jason. That's when it comes out that Rick hired Hayden to pretend to be Jake's wife And after the ball, Jake and Liz decide to get together. And that was the first night they... (laughs) And then in June, Michael hires Jake as security for ELQ to help figure out how Nicholas gained enough shares to take over ELQ. And then in July, Jason and Sam started working together to help Michael get ELQ back. And then it's also revealed that Liz's son, Jake, is said to be alive. And he had been kidnapped by Helena, too. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. Jason, Jake. Oh, yeah. Get a little more confusing. This one, I'm just saying Jason, Jake, (laughs) just because I just talked about kid Jake. Right. So adult Jake. There you go. Convinces Liz to let kid Jake and Danny meet. In August, Jake proposes to Liz and she says yes. He tells Carly and says that she's his best friend. There's a break in the ELQ case and Jake and Sam wind up being shot at on the docks and Jake instinctively protects her. He winds up also helping free Sonny and TJ from being held hostage. TJ was awesome in that hostage situation. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I didn't watch the YouTube clip. We should. But Sonny alludes that he thinks that it's Jason because he says, I know you would come. You always do. Like before he passed out. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then in November, on his way to his wedding to Liz, Carly tells Jake that he's Jason. She has the DNA test and everything. Did Brad run this test? Or <laughs> I don't know. And then after finding out, he and Liz did not get married. But he does stay with her because it also comes out that Liz knew all of this. Yep. 
And then Jake kisses Sam. He goes to find Helena to get answers and she just plays mind games with him and that's when she dies. But then he spends Thanksgiving with Liz and son Jake at the Quartermains. Okay. In December 2015, Sam confronts Liz about hiding Jason's identity. And this was, they have some good girl fights. Mm -hmm. That was good stuff. Mm -hmm. When Liz came over and was like, I just want to know how we're going to work through this. And she's like, he's my husband. (laughs) There's not really much working out, girlfriend. He just came over to stake your claim. This is like, he's my fiance. She's like, he's my husband. Husband, (laughs) Trump's fiance. But it was good. And Jason actually told her off pretty good. Remember, he was like, how dare you keep this from me? Right. How could he not be pissed off? Like, yep. And he yelled at her for putting Sam and the rest of his family in going through this. He's Mm -hmm. like, did you not think about how they were going to feel? And she was like, I don't care because Mm -hmm. I wanted you. And he did tell her that he loved her. But the woman he loved wasn't any more real than Jake Doe. And then he left. That was good. That was a good burn. And that's how we ended 2015 with... Jason. Quote Jason. Quote Jason. At the beginning of 2016, Mm -hmm. he's with neither Liz or Sam. Jake pretends that there's a stalker at Liz's house. So he feels like he needs to go. Do you remember that? That's right. That's when he was kind of, I thought he was possessed or something like that. (laughs) But okay. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? Yes. Okay. So Jake pretends there's a stalker at their house. Jason asks for Sam's help in figuring out who the stalker would be. Sam figures out that it is Jake pretending to be a stalker. She goes to confront him and like talk it all out because he hates Sam because he's picked up on the hostility that Elizabeth has towards Sam for breaking up their family or whatever. Okay. Sam goes to talk to little Jake and talk to him, you know, how are you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. He runs away from her. She runs down into the basement to see why he's running away. That's whenever she falls down the stairs and is knocked unconscious. He runs away. She is at the bottom of the stairs all by herself, freezing her butt off, can't get up, plugs in a heater, and the house catches on fire. Yep. So the fire starts. Sam's trapped. Jason and Sam reconnect through her recovery. Jake. So it says that Jake had to go to Shriners, but it doesn't tell me what was wrong with Jake, that he had to go to Shriners. But again, they give so much detail on some things and then other things like that. I'm like, but why is he at Shriners? I know he got hit by a car, but why didn't GH just take care of him? Anyway, Jason and Sam reconnect through her recovery. They get divorced so they can have a fresh start and see where things will go. At this time, he still was not involved with the Quartermain family because he didn't know where Mm -hmm. he belonged with whatever. So um, Tracy was in the hospital having hallucinations and thinks that Jason is Edward. Do you remember that conversation? No. You don't remember that? Oh, I do remember that. She thought that, quote, Jason was Edward and was having this whole conversation about him being such a good dad and where the company's going and, like, got into all of this stuff. So yes. So from that conversation, Jason is convinced that he needs to help the Quartermains get back ELQ from Nicholas. Okay. With all of that, trying to get the corporation back from Nicholas is the back and forth of Nicholas and Jason, where Jason Jason shows up at Spoon Island and the house is a mess and it looks like someone fell through a window and Nicholas is what they presume is Nicholas is on the bluff. Okay. And by the time they get back downstairs, there's no body there. Yep. So they have to show everyone that he did not kill Nicholas because he wasn't even there. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. 
And so as they're investigating all of that is whenever Valentine comes into play. Yep. And he takes all of them hostage. And Sam is continually sick through the whole hostage situation. So when they clear all that up and Nicholas somehow disappears in the middle of that also. Um, but yeah. they make it back. And Sam goes to see Silas because, again, he's the only doctor that can help anyone out. It is revealed that she's pregnant with Baby Scout. 2017-18, February 28th, Jason helps Sam deliver their daughter Scout. It says deliver their daughter Scout Kane, then known as Scout Morgan. So Sam delivers the baby. In July, she shoots Sonny and throws him in a dumpster. Do you remember that? To keep Jason away from the dangers of the mob. No. That was whenever she had like that crazy, she was sick with something. (gasps) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was crazy. That's right. So she shot him and then um, him and Sonny covered it up so that Carly wouldn't get mad. And then Carly found out and she was all mad because why wouldn't you tell me that she tried to kill you? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I had forgotten that Sonny was talking about getting out of the mob and that Jason wanted to start a whole new life. August 29th, Jason and Sonny went to the mob meeting where Sonny announces his retirement and talks about the future of the business. But after Jason left to see Sam, he returns to the meeting where one of the mobsters is holding Max hostage. Sonny tackles the mobster and is pushed aside. The mobster fires and shoots at Sam, who followed Jason. Jason's able to get Sam out of the way. However, he gets shot instead and is critically wounded. In October, after fully recovering, Jason and Sam take control of Julian's media company, which they then name Aurora. And at that party is when gunmen show up again, different Mm -hmm. gunmen show up again and take Sam hostage. And someone comes crashing through the roof and saves her. And that was like a cliffhanger of not mm-hmm. really a cliffhanger because you knew who it was. Yep. But it was supposed to be a cliffhanger of who is it that fell through the roof and saved her. So on December 1st is review- revealed. Oh my goodness. December 1st it's revealed that it was Jason, the actual Jason that came through the ceiling and that current Jason is actually Drew and they are twin brothers. There you go. You and I had talked about why Drew doesn't hate Franco. Uh-huh. And in this, it refers back to going through all of the time of Franco and Drew and that Harvey guy Mm -hmm. and molesting Franco. Franco protected Drew from being molested. Yep. So I think that that's why he doesn't hate. I remember. Yeah. Because he remembered that part of it. They talked about that a little bit on his backstory because uh, the reason that they were separated is because Susan Moore didn't know that she was having twins. But Alan wanted the kid. And Heather Weber was like, well, they only know about one, so give us the other one. So that's how he wound up with Betsy Frank. And then here we are. I mean, it all makes perfect logical sense. Yes. But yeah, I mean, now that we like talk but he it grew through. Up, but then he got sent away because Franco pushed him or something like that. Right. They thought but that he was, that Franco is too dangerous to be. Meanwhile, he was protecting him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they ended up being friends. I think so. Anyway, that sounds good. So there you go. Well, we just said that the other day. We were like, why doesn't he still hold a grudge yep. against Franco? And as I was reading this, I thought, oh, maybe. That I mean, it's is hard to why. remember everything. True. Very true. Drew stays with Sam and they remarry in January of 2018. But then on March 23rd, Sam admits her love for both of them. And so Drew leaves her. He concentrates on 
helping Franco figure out what was going on with Harvey. And that's when that whole storyline comes out that we just discussed ahead of time. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, that you're good. I just, it all went together there. I always say, why isn't Drew dating someone? But this kind of went with the past and it makes sense. He tried to date Dawson and she was just using him against Sonny or trying to use him against Sonny. Mm-hmm. And that was when she revealed that she had the flash drive was willing to give him the flash drive if he would work for her to get information on Sonny. He didn't want the flash drive. And then on September 5th, 2018 is when he learns that Oscar is sick and he vows to stay by his side. So finally on December 10th, Dawson gives him the flash drive back and Drew still refuses to use it because then he would forget all about Oscar and baby Scout. Did they only call her, call her Dawson and not Margo? No, they called her Margo Dawson. Okay. But I was just wondering, because I'm like, why would they just refer to her by her last name? But in the show, they call her Dawson 90% of the time. Over Margo, I feel like. I think Sunny's the only one that calls her Margo. And everyone D.A. Dawson. Else is D.A. It was always D.A. Dawson, though. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just Dawson. That's what I just said. But you didn't say D.A. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. But that's what Dawson. I'm saying, is yes. that it was no always one said together. D.A. Margo Dawson. They said no. Margo or D.A. Dawson. You're Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we're both right. That's why I was See? confused. I'm like, like, why would they just say her last yeah. name? No. Okay. So that's what brought us up to 2019. But wait, it didn't mention anywhere in there that Kim moved here. And it doesn't. It's the the coverage. That's a huge part of Drew. I know. The coverage of Kim. They don't say anything about Kim until on September 5th, 2018, Drew learns from Kim that their son, it doesn't tell you when he found out that Oscar was his. Was it September 5th? Was it before that? Right. It doesn't tell you. Drew learns from Kim that their son, Oscar, has an inoperable brain tumor and they only have months to live. She has been searching for treatments for two years, but there's nothing Drew promises Kim that they will give their son the best life they can for however long they can. Blah, 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 blah. That is a huge part of Drew's, of actual Drew's life. Mm-hmm. And it's not on there. Nope. It's okay. all about Margot having the missing drive. And then it talks about Oscar filing for the emancipation. But I wasn't really, that's Oscar. No, no, no. And but, I felt like, but yeah, I thought that was weird too. Like why him finding out that he has a child? That and should be in his and that you had a love life previously uh-huh. with whatever. But yeah, no, it didn't hit that. So okay. that's why I was brief on that. Yeah. January second, twenty eighteen. It does not feel like January twenty eighteen was that far ago. And then as I was reading through it, I was like, Oh look, so much happened. And I didn't realize that Shiloh, or it doesn't feel like Shiloh has only been here since about January. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. January 2nd, 2019, Drew met Hank Archer, a man claiming to have known Drew during his time in Afghanistan, where he once saved him from an IED. Right? Your brain says, wow. no, it feels like Shiloh's And we've around. been ready for him to die like half that time. <laughs> so We're not nice, apparently. He's just too good of an actor. That's why they haven't. Yes. So that's whenever we meet Shiloh. In February 11th, 2019, it's revealed that Drew might be a huge threat to Shiloh if he remembers his past. Mm. In March, Drew convinces Elizabeth to get back together with Franco. Oh, in the middle, that was all the um, Ryan murders, which doesn't feel like it was that far far away either. But yes, Drew convinces Elizabeth to get back together with Franco after he was cleared from all the charges, believing that she can trust him for reasons that Mm -hmm. he's unaware of. March 19th, Drew and Kim tragically learn their son has less than a month. On April 4th, Oscar has a severe seizure. April 29th, shown on the show May 1st, is whenever Oscar dies in his sleep. On March 13th, they have the memorial service for Oscar, and it's revealed that Drew and Kim have him cremated. May 16th is when Drew and Kim go through Oscar's stuff and decide to go 
to Mount Kilimanjaro to spread his ashes. On June 12th, they go to Mount Kilimanjaro, and that's whenever Kim passes out and mistakes Drew for Oscar. Mm -hmm. Drew plays along with it, assuming or assuring that Kim, assuring Kim that Oscar will always be with them. June 17th, they return home from Kilimanjaro. After making sure Kim is okay, he leaves his apartment. As Julian shows up, Drew eventually visits Curtis and Jordan, and that's when Curtis offers him the job of head of security at Aurora. Drew has a chat with Franco, who invites him to their wedding reception. On June 25th, Drew visits Kim, who's cooking his favorite meal, and that is whenever she propositions him to have a baby, and then propositions or had already propositioned Julian, mm-hmm. and then I think propositioned about 18 other guys. But, yeah, okay. July 8th is the wedding reception for Elizabeth and Franco when Kim cuts the power on the Haunted Star and tries to hook up with Drew by injecting him with a sedative. Oscar's will reading is when Shiloh got the ELQ shares and when he claims that Drew shoved him to the ground and that it's then that's whenever they reveal that Oscar decided to leave the shares to Kilimanjaro Foundation instead, which still is not actually figured out. Yeah. But Shiloh keeps claiming those shares as he can spend that money. But that was just back a couple months ago. The court hearing has not taken place yet. Stuff takes some time. Exactly. On July 22nd, it's revealed that they put Drew... And then Steve Burton was going to turn Hank in for treason. But that's not true. It was true. That's who they showed, though, in the... But that's probably why they say that. Well, they should have... But they still should have been having him voice it. They should have had him voice it. That made me so angry. Yeah, that was a major major. flaw. Exactly. Which maybe is why this is written incorrectly. But no... It was Drew, back in the day, was going to turn Hank in for treason because Hank was selling fuel to terrorists and making money off the Taliban black market. July 29th, Drew receives a package containing his Navy medals from the time he was in the military. And that goes into more of the um, Shiloh crap of how he pulled him out to save him from the IUD. IUD? (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be fun editing. (laughs) Woo! On July 29th, Drew receives a package containing his Navy medals from the time that he was in the military and got one for pulling Shiloh out of the Jeep and being saved him from being hit from an IED. While we are like so to the end, I can't believe he's gone. August 5th, Finn talks to Drew about Arthur Cabot and asked if Cabot reached out to him. And then this is where we get into all of the memories were being transferred into well, Cameron is who was supposed to be transferred into, and instead Franco took them. So on August 8th, Drew and Curtis talk to Lucy about Cabot and figure out where he's being held. They busted in at the last minute, and it was too late. At the hospital, Drew waits for Elizabeth. As Cameron gives his statement to the cops, Drew visits an unconscious Franco and tells him of the memories that were on the flash drive meant less than the friendship that they share. Aww. Drew eventually talks to Cameron, who said that Shiloh and Cabot talked about something important that Drew used to know. August 12th is whenever Drew, I'm sorry, no, August 12th is when Franco woke up and Drew and Elizabeth realized that the procedure worked and he is Andrew Kane. August 21st is whenever Drew finds the money in Cameron's car and then decides to take it back to Afghanistan. And that's where we left off Wednesday. I I feel like... Like, that went way too fast. Like, even reading it, I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, those are the main points. They totally hit the main points of the year. But how are we at the end of August already? And he's 
fun. But there's a couple things missing. He bought Oscar a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it doesn't tell you that. Oh, he officiated Franco and Liz's wedding. Oh, I think it does say that. Oh, does it? And I did not hit on that. Yes. Back okay. in 2018. How how was he allowed to officiate that wedding? Did we ever get into that? He got ordained. Did he? Uh-huh. At that time? Yep. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it does mention for Valentine's okay. Day. Blah, blah, blah. So they hit on that. But the car is a huge connection that they should have mentioned mm-hmm. earlier because that was the whole point of he bought that specific car. Because he, he had thought he had a feeling about, which first of all, how did it come from Texas to Port Charles? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it would have been the same type of car, like I really like right. Corvettes or something. Right. But so, all right. So anything that we didn't hit on that you want to. That's what I'm looking Recall, through. remember? I don't think so. It just says, so he's a graduate of Sawyer High School. Former chief special war operator in the Navy SEALs. Mm -hmm. Co-owner, CEO, and publisher of Aurora Media. Yep. Owns voting stock in ELQ and is an ordained minister. He's mentioned in Every Day is a New Dawn by David Henry Archer. Oh. And something that I thought was interesting, because they actually talked about the casting in the beginning of this. Billy Miller only ever did a year-to-year contract. He never signed a long-term contract. Oh, wow. So I don't know if that's his decision or because he's also been on two other soaps. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's a long-term. Maybe this was his. I mean, I don't know. And we're not getting into. No, we're not going to get into the back and forth of it. But I don't know. Sonny took a break in the 90s. You know, I mean, all the guys and girls. Right. Jamie Francis has left more than anybody. I, and they come back. I'm fine with him leaving. I just feel like whether it was his decision or the writer's decisions or whoever makes the decisions, that they should have planned this a little bit better because it feels like he's just walking out. Like we talked about the other day, someone said on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, about having him reconnect with Kim and then Kim wants to leave anyway. So he's leaving with right. Kim or something like that makes total And we don't sense. want Tamara to leave, but... No, we don't. But if she's going to leave anyway, Mm -hmm. then it makes sense that he would leave with her. But for him to say, I'm going to Afghanistan, that shouldn't take six years or whatever. Mm -hmm. You get a flight, you know, a couple flights, get there, and then do what you need to do and come home. He should be back within a month. It took them, like, no time to take the ashes to to St. Kilimanjaro, (laughs) to Mount Kilimanjaro. It took them no time to get the ashes there. So Right. This should be the same type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I wish that they would give him a more definite plan and maybe the storyline will develop as time goes on, hopefully. But at this moment right now, to think he's just leaving to return some cash, it shouldn't be a Mm long-term absence. So we went to social media because we were struggling on Monday's episode of what do we call Franco Drew? And we were like, is it Fru or is it Dranko? And a lot of people are saying both. But then someone mentioned that they saw Frank and Drew. Oh, that's cute. I like that. I do like that. And then someone else said Drewco. Frank and Drew is just more fun, especially after how the procedure was done. Exactly. Like, that's the most accurate. So a lot of people, and a lot of people are just saying, can we seriously not have this be long term? Like, this can't be the end. Liz and the boys need him back. You know, stuff like that. So it was really kind of a split down the middle of what to call him. And I really like the Frank and Drew. I do. I really like Frank and Drew also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is, if you really want to read all the information <laughs> there is that you could possibly want about Drew Kane, just 
go to generalhospitalfandom.com and look up Drew Kane, and you will have over 30 pages to read. So enjoy. Yeah, they definitely went in depth there. And we will meet you back on Monday for our weekly recap. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.